This is Reese, and you're listening to the Point Music Podcast thingy. Hello, beautiful people. Uh, this is Reese from the Point Music Podcast. Uh, a very special episode this time around, and I've done something different. Um, those that follow the point have known that I'm a, very much a stickler for such a coast only artists or touring acts coming through. Uh, given the state of the world today, um, touring artists can't come through here. So instead of, because I still don't do that, um, no one outside of the Central Coast gets an article on the, on the Point website, um, unless they're touring through, obviously. However, big fan of the Pierce Brothers. I've, um, funnily enough, I did a random guitar teching episode with them, one six years ago random time when they played at Soul Bar and uh, a press release came through and they asked if they come on and I said you know what let's have them on the podcast so this episode here is a very special one we talked to Jack Pierce one half of the Pierce Brothers obviously and they've got a new song in Kanko a film clip as well so we talk about that we talk about all sorts of things in this episode so i really do hope you enjoy it and this is the first one there's a non-coast no first non-coaster on the podcast so hey you know what screw it i might just get some more non-coasters on here and let's make a thing of it eh? ladies and gentlemen jack pierce we are rolling hello jack pierce hello race how are you i'm i'm pretty good actually it's it's good you're wearing a t-shirt in Melbourne, and I'm freaking in the, on the Sunshine Coast, and wearing a jumper right now, man. I don't know what the deal is. It's all topsy turvy because I'm. Oh, I was just t- talking to my mate on the Sunshine Coast, and he, I was just on the phone to him about 20 minutes ago. He's like, I was like, yeah, how are things going? He goes, oh, you know, it's, it's really cold up here. It so is. Fuck off! It's cold up there. No, it man, Saturday was freezing. Three degrees. Oh, okay, that's cold. <laughs> I just have to make you aware, man. I just totally stuffed the intro because we were chatting away and I still had the intro screen going on. So people just going, oh, <laughs> what? That's all good. Um, so you guys are relentless touring machines and I've been following you guys for, I would say, probably a good seven years because I think the first time I actually had encounters with you was uh, Big Sound. Um, and I remember, yeah, wow. I remember seeing you guys play playing out on the balcony doing an interview and I went oh yeah it's the Pierce Brothers and then I had a quick chat that's right balcony tv was that um I don't know it's during big sound that's all I remember man it was out in the uh, you were, we're at the Judith Wright Center somewhere in the valley yeah <laughs> man <laughs> big sounds a blur most of the time yeah. <laughs> you know the drill yeah things happen yeah, sure do. it's like Vegas in in one so like in four nights or three nights or whatever like that whatever happens a big sound stays a big sound yeah Bruce Vegas gets pretty uh pretty carried away on those four days that's oh, for sure. oh yeah yeah um so you've had a pretty interesting little ride over the last year. I mean, one, you guys hit a pretty heavy touring schedule with um with fellow Melbourneite Tash Sultana. Yep. And that that took you all over the place, didn't it? It took you over to Europe. Is that right? Yeah, Tash has taken us really uh, all over the world. We we started working with Tash probably back in 2014, 20, yeah, 2014, she was supporting us around Australia. Mm. Um, I think maybe even in 2015, and by 2016, she was the biggest thing. You know, yeah, yeah. Since life bread. So the, the, um, I think 2014, 2015, she was doing her own stuff and, and going nuts. And then, um, yeah, Tash took us on and, and really she, the way Tash was saying it, was let me return the favor you know you guys took me on mm. so much so let me return the favor and then it got to the point where like we did so many tours with tash we were with the states i think twice with tash now twice with tash europe about three times australia once we, yeah we're like we just uh kept uh going on these great tours because we just you know we're a family and and well you're both we love working the, together you're both in the busking circuit down in, in melbourne right that's right yeah, yeah that's so that's where you guys sort of like got to know each other and that sort of stuff yeah or yeah were absolutely. you guys were you guys rivals no, no. no always, <laughs> friends. always friends we were the funny thing about the busking scene is that we went we both were, there were other people that thought of it in rivals in mm. terms of that and there was super rivalries going on but uh, Ta- uh, tash us i think woodlock 
another couple of acts. We were all making too much money to care because there was everyone was buying so much CDs and we <laughs> couldn't believe it. And because our acts were very much built on, you know, the live side and getting people to come up and you know, do the thing and Tash is obviously Tash. Yeah. Uh, and there was just a lot of money to be made. So we were stoked about being there. Then, you know, some of the pan flute guys and they were there for 30 years and have 30-year rivalries with, like, the other pan flute guy. And uh, then there's an old, <laughs> there's an old guy. That, wars, man. Yeah. It was, wow. And then there's an old guy that plays uh, guitar, but then he wasn't getting enough playing guitar and playing the blues because somebody else was doing that. So then he became wow. a statue, but he couldn't stand still. And, like, it was just nuts. And the, then you have a meeting once a week, and the people going back and forth at this meeting was just a sight to behold. Like, imagine... <laughs> All the buskers of Melbourne, right, pitching for the for the five spots in a day. Yep. And they're looking for that pitch, and they're all trying to get the spot. And then you 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 plan it for a week out. So every Wednesday, the, the meeting that happens is all the buskers in Melbourne getting together and trying to organise something like that. Wait, wait, wait. You can, I've got this image of all these buskers, the ones that do costumes, turning up in freaking costumes. Did that ever happen? No, the, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the top hats. You, you had top hats. You had this Russian woman there that was a while that was making all sorts of trouble. She was an opera singer that used a, a CD player with yeah. a microphone on it. Okay. Uh, and then we, oh, and then they would talk about the rules. and talk. Like, I wanted to make, like, a short, either a sh- uh, like a short-run TV show about it just because it's so – the <laughs> setting was so bizarre – and so unique, and we just had, like, and people would get carried away, and and Pat would always stick up for the younger buskers that had just gotten there and don't know the rules. So you know, some of the older guys would come in and be like, "Well, you know, just do this." There was a South African guy that was super racist. Like, it was just, oh no! Yeah, it was it was a mess. He he, I think he got kicked out because uh, he got into a fist fight with somebody while we were touring overseas. And these are the things that you miss. Well, we came back, and I remember we came back once and Tash ran. I was like, how are you? I haven't seen you. We were after our first trip overseas in, like, 2014. And we hugged and we kind of chatted and, you know, what's going on and how have you been? She's like, I hate you miss so much. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Oh, whatever his name was. He got kicked out because he tried to punch someone. And Oh, yeah. Crazy wow. times. Man, you guys should, like, pitch like a web series or something like that that would be <laughs> so good i've literally sat down to put pen to paper uh for a script for that before and i got as far as like writing the setting and then kind of just writing out some of the characters you wouldn't on you wouldn't need this, you wouldn't need now i don't know how, i don't know how to write any script or anything <laughs> so i kind of stopped but i've tried to do that a few times usually after probably after a beer or two you wouldn't need to script it though you just place the setting and go here's the scenario and basically relive <laughs> whatever happened that day basically oh yeah wow. pretty much yeah we don't have anything like that up here <laughs> <laughs> we're lucky to get like one or two buskers happening <clears throat> I've just turned myself down a bit, so hopefully I'm not uh, peaking as much. Sydney certainly, um, Sydney doesn't have anything like that. Sydney is uh, uh, first come, first served. Yeah. You want to go busking on the pitch in Sydney, then you have to get up early on the really good days, like and take a you know, nice Saturday. Or I mean, you've got to get there. You've got to be there at about six a.m. Wow. And then you just got, and you can't start playing until one p.m. So you just have to sit and wait. <laughs> oh. oh wow! To be to be a busker. No, thank you. Not, not in Sydney. <laughs> we'll pass on that. Wow. Um, so, on your trips, because um, you obviously needed to wind down, um, and I saw that you had a, you and Pat sort of went, ah, we're going separate ways, and you went with your partner to New Zealand. And you that's were right. supposed to get married there, and bloody corona happened, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. That, that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that old, that old chest. That old chest. Yeah. The end of the world happened and uh, <laughs> kind of stopped us from from going through it. Well, no, it didn't quite really. I've still I've got the ring on. Okay. And um, what we did, nobody was able to come over. You eloped, basically. Um, we eloped, but but we just didn't do it legally because our the guy that was supposed to marry us was on the other side of the country and couldn't get to us. <laughs> we had to, and then all of a sudden we had to leave the country before they closed the borders. I think yep. we got the last flight out. Oof. Um, just by pure luck uh and so we just went down to the lake together ourselves and um uh, got dressed up in our in our gear and, oh. and went down and and we chose a rock each and set our vows into the rock and threw the rocks into the lake and kind of took selfies 
And we're like, that's, we don't need a celebrant or a photographer or witnesses. We can do <laughs> the and, internet is our witness. <laughs> and we just, um, yeah, there was, well, there was a small family that was walking with their dog, the two young girls and their, and their dog, and they were kind of walking along. And we're like, <laughs> looked at us, what are you doing? In the middle of nowhere, I'm like, I'm like, Great. Yeah, can you take my phone and take a photo of us, please? <laughs> um, and their photos were rubbish. We we kept with the selfies. <laughs> Could you just sign this piece of paper and make sure that's all legal? Yeah, yeah. They're all good. Wow. Uh, so yeah, we'll do that again when um, when we get a chance. But so, the, the funny thing hmm. about that trip was when we when we organised it, we were planning on walking a thousand kilometres in about ten weeks. Uh, and doing from the top of the South Island to the bottom of the South Island oh, yeah. as part of the Tayaroa Trail. Yeah. Uh, and then about, oh, it would have been a month, two months before we left for the trip, we found out we were pregnant. Which oh, wow. is, and so so we're, we're due uh, in, in August. We're, we're just hit the third trimester. Oh, wow. And Congrats, so, <laughs> thank you. So we... Uh, we started the, we, you know, we didn't do the, the, the trip changed after that. And we mm. were doing, you know, like five days in a row and then we'd go stay at an Airbnb or something. And then we were like, all right, we don't want to be too lazy, but like, you know, yeah. Loz is pregnant, so we <laughs> have to be careful. So where did you basically, you obviously didn't do the whole like from top to, to bottom of the South Island. No, so. we, we were still hiking most days. I mean, right up to the very end of the, uh, of the second trimester mm. it was from the start of the, third, of the second trimester till about two-thirds of the way through loz was uh yeah loz was doing 20 k's a day of a five-day hike with wow. yeah and just killing it what a machine I mean, warrior woman yeah. you know, pregnant and what they can do oh yeah and uh was doing some really incredible stuff we on that last hike we got a call from mum and we didn't have any reception for two and a half days and then we kind of hit a point at, in the Kepler track in the middle of the mountains yep. and we're walking along the, the, the ridge line of this mountain in this gale force wind and there was some <laughs> sleep coming down and we're all doing this and we're kind of walking along. And uh, We climbed about 1,500 metres or so that day uh, and it was just a, a big day of hiking. Anyway, come around the top and my phone goes bing, 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 bing and it all comes up and I get this message at 2 a.m. from my sister, come home right now. <laughs> They're closing the borders. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Mm. And the next one, come around and then a, a phone call, a voicemail from mum saying, listen, don't finish the hike, just come straight home. I'm like, I'm two and a half days from any road <laughs> walking. <laughs> so what would you do? Well, we just turn walk. The phone off. <laughs> yeah. Just walk. It's easier. Look, it's easier if we just turn this off and uh, deal with because there's, there's nothing we could do. No. Wow. We got, we got back to we got back to town, drove to Queenstown, and um, and flew out the next day. All right. Or a couple of days later when we when we got back to civilization. Wow. That's heavy. And yet, <laughs> so many things that you had planned to be doing because you, you, you've got a new single with Can Kanko. Kanko, that's right. And you were supposed to be doing the film clip there, right? That's right. Yeah, we were supposed to do it in uh, up, well, in the mountains of Queenstown. We were going to head up to oh, maybe the Remarkables or something. Yep. Yeah, right? Like the Remarkables right next to Queenstown. Yeah. That, that big mountain range. That's the one out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like it's, and it, it is like, because I've done South Island a few times and, and it, my first time going through there, driving down, and my eyes were like this, just going, it's Mordor. I'm in the Lord of the Rings. Yes, <laughs> yeah. this is epic. And all you see is just sheep. And then these rolling hills, and then sheep, and then snow. And you're like, oh, I yeah. love this place. Yeah, yeah, we we loved it so much. We had a great time. Um, and we like as soon as we can we can go back, we'll go back. But um, mm. we'll probably be carrying an extra little package with us. Tra a little baby traveling with Buzz. Man, I've got three kids, so yeah, I'm I'm an old hat at that shit. <laughs> my baby, my baby's grown up and moved home. <laughs> Strange feeling. So, back to the single. Um, so, you guys had to basically improvise. Yeah, well, I mean, this is my, I'm in my little studio here. Mm. This is so that's kind of a little live studio where we where we write songs. It yep. was supposed to be a kind of demo recording place. Yeah, but it doesn't sound that good. So, I've just kind of set it up with a PA system 
kind of in the corner as hidden away as I can so that we could, you know, properly rehearse out new material while we're kind of in lockdown. And we're setting this up now as a, a you know, a live streaming kind of thing. Mm. Uh, we did one the other day and it did, it did not go well. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a hard thing to do, man, this whole live stream thing. Um like my band Barefoot's tried tried to do it, and we basically had to do it with just with two people, um, and particularly if you're spread out because we're a six piece band, and one of one yeah. Of, how do you get how do you get yourselves in frame? Yeah, well, one of one of our members is in Brisbane too. So when we were trying to do the live stream, we couldn't travel. Like now we we can, so we can because we yep. have to do a um a live stream next week, but it won't be a live stream. It, we're going to record <laughs> it pr- properly, record it, mix it, and then send it yeah, out the video it's the easiest way powder finger did the same bloody thing they didn't do it live because there's latency oh no not at all but it was still quite good i man. loved it man it the fortitude I got... valley music hall yeah and he's the doing fort... it from the stage there and i was like Boom. i nearly oh, i nearly got crazy. tears man i nearly got tears seeing jc like up there doing that and then you got cogsy on the coast here in um one of the studios that um it's uh aaron's studio who does the sound at solba so oh, he, was, yeah. he was playing there. Oh, I got chills watching that set. Man, and Darren Middleton, what a guy. I know. Just in his day daggy and giving the thumbs up like the wiggles. Yeah. Like, what are but the fan, the fan solo. <laughs> that was the best bit. I loved it. Uh, so that's that's how you do a live stream. So you don't do it live, yeah. but you make it look live. So multiple yeah. angles and that kind of crap. I mean, um, I'm using OBS. I don't know if you're familiar with OBS or anything like that. I'm not really familiar with anything. Patrick is the one that knows he's, about all this kind pa- of stuff. He, pa- Pat's the tech head. He's a tech head. He was he did the film degree. He's got the nice camera. Oh, okay. There's the lights and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. there's the, the big guy behind me, the redhead behind me or something. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll, you know, so he got, there was a back order. As soon as this all went into thing, we, we jumped on and tried to figure out, right, let's, let's film it properly and, mm. and we'll use just our mixer here to run it into my little Octocapture that I've got here, So which is just a little interface that I record from yeah. that this guy set up to. And basically that, uh, you know, then we could mix it all and, and go live. But yeah. um, everything was on back order until like yesterday. Yeah. We, we, uh, <laughs> and we ordered it. Like at the start, like when we got back to Australia, like when this all kicked off, we're yep. like, this is what we'll do. And it uh, it didn't work out. So um, pretty, we're going to have two. Pretty sure there's Sorry. the majority of musicians in Australia were thinking the exact same thing. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. they're all recording from home at the moment, mate. Yeah. So we, we did a, a single launch. Uh, oh. but we did it um, at the end of, like, it was just, it was a mess. We did it at the, we were in the studio for three days um, recording new material and it was going really well and uh, I, <laughs> we were just trying to get too much done. And then it was like, is it time, is it time? Just jump on. And we kind of just jumped up there and did it off a phone. What are we playing? I don't know. We haven't <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> so uh, cause I've, I've had a, a few watches of the, of the film clip. Has it been released yet? Yeah, the film yeah. clip's out. Yeah, cool. Out. I was just yeah. making sure I hadn't sort of jumped the gun or anything like that because sometimes I get... <laughs> Okay, no, no, give them the right. things, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll actually link it in the description underneath this when we um when I put it up and whatnot. But I love how you've gone and just basically done the whole don't stare at the camera with the green the um, screen behind you and just sing the song, <laughs> just do that. Yeah, all right, cool. It works, and you got yeah. and you, you grab random I, I footage, a, yeah. I, I did a few uh, shots just singing to the camera. <laughs> Doing like a couple of serious ones, it's so awkward. a couple of joking ones, laughing around. That? Pat's like, Pat's like, not nah. the camera. No, nah. I'm like, why not? He's like, just don't nah. sing to camera. It's no good. Just kind of sing to the air and do this yep. and do that. Look like, to your okay. left. Look to your right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got to we've got to figure out um, how to uh, do. Actually, there's Pat calling me literally right now. Oh, hey, Pat. He doesn't know that we're chucking <laughs> chucking chuck on. All right, hang on. I'll, I'll call him back because he'll just start calling again. All right, let's have a listen. <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's how he answers and the that's phone. That's how Pat answers. Uh, the Pat, phone. you're in the middle of the podcast right now. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
everyone. Hey, Pat. Um, what's 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 so important, man? Uh, no, no. Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Good, no, no, no. Please, come on. <laughs> um, okay, I wanted to call you about our recording dates and when I was getting the wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> Good important. Well, I mean, you know. Well, that's important. Yeah, you know, it is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure, mate. Um, but I've got the Sunshine Coast here, uh, kind hey, of. Sunshine Coast. <laughs> What's up going on, Pat? I love you guys. Oh, right, I'll speak yeah. to you later. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> and that is recorded and forever there on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I love the way. I love the way that he answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was too good. I was just, I was really hoping. I was just like, listen, don't answer the phone. Like, shut <laughs> the Oh man, I, that the language thing doesn't really. Matter here, unless you're dropping C bombs, then I sort of drop the draw the line there because I'm gonna have to go through and <coughs> beep all that stuff. It's probably yeah, why I haven't interviewed. Yeah, that any... sounds about, about fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's probably why I haven't interviewed in in the metal scene just yet because they're notorious for dropping <laughs> C bombs. I mean, they're all mates of mine, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have the time of day to go through and beep out every C. <laughs> really... So whereabouts were we? Sorry. Whereabouts were we? Um, talking about uh, the filming and looking to the left and right during the filming. And That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we just set it up, yeah, over in the corner over there. We put a kind of screen up. And then Pat was saying, you know, Pat got behind the camera and did a couple of swishes and this and that and zoomed in and stuff. And so then he said, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I get there, I'm just like, zoom in, zoom out, do this, do that. Transition. Pat, he's like, yeah. Pat's looking he's going, no. Nah. Uh, that doesn't work. Sorry, we're gonna have to do it again. <laughs> uh, and we can. It's good. To, like we needed time off because Pat and I could almost kill each other. Yeah. You know, at the best of times. Yeah. Uh, and so we'd had all this time off, and then we're we're back in and doing it. So why can't you get it right? <laughs> you know. That's a pretty typical thing for twins to do, though, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, my yeah. got cousins that are twins, mate, and like they've got different personalities, but. Far out. If if I spent like twenty four hours with them and I just hear them going out, I'm yeah, I'm out. Nah. Yeah, I can't believe that the people that work with us still work with us. <laughs> but, that's that's why you guys have the act that it is right now, and you don't have the whole band thing. It just works with just the yeah. I reckon. Yeah, we've we've had the whole band thing, and uh, and they've been amazing. That like I love playing with the band. Yep. But um. Yeah, I think there's more. There's a lot more discipline that goes into playing with a band. A mm. lot more. Oh yeah. And people like the, and the guys that we're playing with are such better musicians than us. So and like the thing is that Pat and I reckon have kind of figured out a way to do what we do and it works. But you put me in a in a in a generic band and make me play lead guitar mm. instead of three chords, and I could if I learned the solo I could do it, but. I think like, that the, not the, well. <laughs> the dynamic that you guys have, like, because I've seen you guys a few times, and I don't think you'd need a, a band, to be honest with you. The dynamic that you have and the energy that goes between you two, and you two know how to read each other because you've lived with each other for. <laughs> like, yeah, well, exactly right. You, 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 uh, you know what's going on. Do you guys have like that weird sort of twin psychic link kind of thing? It has happened a few times. Yeah. Mm. I remember one time when I was a kid, we went to a place called Science Works, which is like a kids' museum. They do all these science experiments, like you know, you could touch the thing and your hair goes up, or yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. there's spiders there, or you, or you could. I think there was one thing where you could race Kathy Freeman, or you know, um, uh, <laughs> random. Yeah, okay. like she, she I think it was back in like 2000. So it's not not a literal yeah. Kathy Freeman sort of stuck in a cage. Yeah. There. They, hired, they hired Kathy Freeman the, to, to do for, this. Uh... <laughs> wow, poor Kathy, man. She's yeah. just gone from Olympic greatness yeah. to just running races against kids in a science museum. That's how you treat an um, Australian legend. <laughs> but they had this, they had this um, kind of turning. Uh, this ESP machine, mm. you turn it and there's uh, a square star triangle or circle comes up yeah. and you can see that the person standing on the other side can't and yeah. you kind of spin it and whatever comes up and you have to guess. And we got everyone in a row right for wow. about 40 minutes wow. and this was before phones and everything. We had a crowd around us and it sounds like bullshit but it's not. And we went home. 
The dog, man, you got Pat, you got a dog. Everyone wants to be part <laughs> of this. dog's named Kanko. That's actually... All oh, right. That's Kanko. So... You... <laughs> <laughs> Did you name the song after the dog? We named the song after the uh, the mountain that the dog was named after. Okay. Where's Kanko? Kanko is in Japan. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. We were, we were originally... The Japan... We were... Loz and I were in Japan on a snowboarding trip and we were kind of walking around through um, uh, the mountain Kanko. We were staying on a place called Miyoko. Next door was Kanko. The one next door to that was Suginahara. And, uh, and yeah, Kanko was just this really beautiful mountain with this great well, – yeah, it was just really incredible and, and being out there and mm. we were snowboarding through it but then we were hiking through it and it was just so free and quiet and silent and peaceful. And so that's where the idea for the song – kind of originated yeah. or the idea for, for mountain song and we were called we called it mountain song for the longest time until i told pat that story and led zeppelin uh, that just said no. <laughs> yeah and uh and pat said we'll just just do so you know that's exactly and just do it call it canko mm-hmm. so that was it yeah well there you go see i didn't know that well there you go well i mean i've always wanted to go to japan the wife has always wanted to go to japan too and um because she's never been overseas, so really, yeah, no. <laughs> and she never <laughs> will. <laughs> oh wow, I started to tear up with yeah. that. Uh, yeah, no. the world, the, the world has ended. You're stuck mm. here now. Well, we were supposed to go to New Zealand for our honeymoon. Our wedding was last year. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. Um, so we had planned on doing a honeymoon in New Zealand because she'd never been overseas, but we ended up going to Tassie. Don't regret that because Tassie's goddamn Tassie's beautiful too. Yeah, New Zealand. It's just a giant Tasmania. Exactly, that's what and I had to say. Yeah, Tasmania is just a giant Wilson's Promontory, which is that little jutty out part at the bottom of Victoria. Aww. Yeah, so it's just it, Tasmania. Laura and I have been to Tasmania, my wife and I. Yeah. Uh, that many times. We usually go a couple of times a year. Yeah. Or we, you know, we used to, uh, like, you know, we're about to have kids, so I feel like we're not, you know, getting anywhere that isn't like a 20 minute drive away tough from now on. <laughs> no, kids, kids bounce. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> so the plan is for you guys, from what I've read of the press, which, by the way, a nice work transitioning into the dark side there, my man. Yeah. Right. Doing the, the, you're the, it was not the first person to say that. No, it was a pretty good pitch. I have to admit, like I get press releases all the time coming through and I'll just go, yeah, yeah. And I went, Oh, look, Jack Pierce is, um, Doing PR now, that's interesting. Wow, that's that right. was a very well-written press release. I'll have to follow that one. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it myself. I had a little bit of help mm-hmm. uh, coming into it, but uh, I kind of, you know, like we've had to write enough of them over the years and do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I tried to make it at least a little bit interesting and kind of not just because it's so easy when you're especially writing about yourself thank you Such a full, like no but people like, don't so understand it man no no i don't mean it's so easy to just talk shit yes repeat yourself yes that's what i mean i don't mean it's so easy to talk about myself no that's no so that's great. really hard I mean, yeah that's another <laughs> the actual writing a press release and actually just going hey i've got to sell this a lot of artists I've, I've brought this up in several several of the podcasts i've been knowing a lot of artists don't quite grasp it and two yeah, two okay, paragraphs it, it, doesn't count as a press release simple yeah as that. It's, it's i mean it's just not not easy to do i mean uh i mean I, i'm looking at it right now and each paragraph needs is, is a different part of of what you're working on mm-hmm. and especially because we hadn't released anything since what 2018 mm. <laughs> read it there <laughs> and... <laughs> you came prepared <laughs> Um, and so i kind of you know have new stuff in every paragraph and i remember the first one we wrote back in 2014 i think we wrote one before uh getting um danae effern at uh what were they called i've forgotten she was great publicist Mm. uh and uh she came on and and helped us write it what we sent through was like basically us talking about ourselves in five paragraphs just in a different way and she's like you haven't really given any information here. No. You just kind of, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's really, really difficult to do. So tell a story. Uh, yeah, there went that went through a few, uh, a few different tries and <laughs> drafts before before you saw it. But, well, you know, it's, it's pretty right, impressive, man. It, it, like I get some doozies that come through, and I just go, yeah, but 
if you know how to sell and you, you basically all you have to do is you've got something that you want to try and pitch you've given me who what when where and then you give me the how and the why and that's all you got to do people don't realize yeah. that. it's as simple as that and be nice yeah. <laughs> and be nice well it worked worked this it time works. hey dickhead hey dickhead <laughs> hey go man you reckon you could chuck this up for us oh yeah cool all right righto i'm gonna try that next time <laughs> next time i email you from my official status mm -hmm. as a publicist mm -hmm. g'day dickhead, yeah, g'day, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> i would actually you know what put that in the subject heading and i will piss myself laughing that'd be brilliant <laughs> It'll come right. through anyway. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to be pitching next because <laughs> the first one was <laughs> Pierce Brothers. Yeah. When your name comes up, I'm going to, I'm going to try. <laughs> well, I actually had a few relationships with a few publicists, and they got to the point where we, they were like, "Hey, go, mate!" Like instead of like, "Hello," with all formal stuff. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." So that's relationships that you good. do. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I'll, I'll be dropping the C-bomb everywhere. Oh, no, don't do that. There's no need for that. Come on, man. Jeez, we're still professionals to a degree. So um, from what I read from the press release, you are actually planning on dropping a single every like like every month or every couple of months. Is that the plan? That's right, yeah. Every six to eight weeks. We're going to be – we've got about five songs already done. We were supposed to do the whole record with Garrett Cato. Yeah. And then – the world ended mm. and so he's up in um just north of byron so we can't uh is he in pottsville or no uh ocean shores yeah it? yeah and so we can't get to ocean shores obviously mm. and we need to finish recording the album so we've actually just gotten in touch recently with jan skubashevsky who was the who did john butler's last album the mm. cat empire's last album right but he did overdose with us that ep yep uh which was Actually, I think it was just self-titled EP. Anyway, back in 2015, I think, and we've just loved working together whenever we can. Mm. Um, we, we wrote Wasted together on the last record. And so after we did those five songs with Garrett, two of them are mastered and ready. Yep. The other ones, we can't finish them up there with him, so we're going to have to finish them in the studio, which will be interesting to see two different producers. producers. Yeah. Uh, with different with vastly different ways of approaching things yeah that uh, would be both wonderful garrett's amazing yeah because he worked with ziggy up. right that's right yeah 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 and uh he's done some really incredible work and 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 obviously yarn has as well but they're two completely different styles so we we're in the studio for three days last week mm -hmm. uh with with yarn and we're back in tomorrow uh and then i think the next three weeks chock block uh all day in the studio trying to finish this album working um and i'm really excited about the stuff that we're doing uh we wanted to go in there and we said right so let's just lock down the next two singles the next one that we're going to be doing out and doing it that way and then we got in there and it was like no let's just write mm -hmm. the best songs that we can and we got really creative and we the last one we just we just did uh last week was a song, a fo real folk song called Dentist, and it's got this, like, it's got this harmonica solo that's almost uh, Paul Kelly-esque. Ooh. Or, or it's a very, very Dylan-esque yeah, kind yeah. of harmonica solo towards the end. And then, you know, the lyrics were written when I was in, I was doing these, uh, this song exercise when I was in, um, isolation of trying to write a song or three songs a day you know one for 10 minutes one for five minutes one for 90 seconds after uh, different words and one of them was a 10 minute one was on dentist and i kind of took that and then kind of ran with it as sitting in the dentist chair and you know not wanting to go in and all of that sort of stuff and it really just became this song about vulnerability and that was kind of you know when you're just about feeling vulnerable and sorry, it was just an allegory for all of that. And it mm. was a, it was really good. And we just, it was one of the ones, you know, I wrote a lot of crap as well. And that was just one of the ones <laughs> that I really enjoyed. Filtered so. through. So with, with this whole like lockdown situation, I mean, Victoria's had it worse than um, the rest of us basically, because you guys have been pretty, pretty heavily locked down. Um, yeah. <clears throat> have you, uh, a lot of artists that I've spoken to have, have while they're frustrated with, 
not gigging and, and all that sort of stuff. They've actually welcomed a slight slowdown in pace and given the, and basically been able to reset, rethink, um, come at the art with a different approach. Take, take Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's, uh, I've been finding everyone's going in a different way with their writing. I mean, I've, I've been finding it with my own writing and, and I've been teaching myself how to do production here. Yeah. Would you guys feel the same way? Like, Abs- Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my writing is, I think, uh, you know, I went through, I went through such a patch of getting in my own way mm. by writing and saying, this is cheesy or this is lame or this isn't cool. And that's the biggest thing that I needed to stop trying to write a great song or trying to write something really powerful or trying to write something good. Mm. Because if you're honest and if you, like, I know what a good song is. I know what is good and I know what isn't good. Like I can, but the problem that I've got in my own way is that if I knew that I wasn't writing good, then I'd stop. Yeah. But the only way to write good is to keep going. Yeah. And to keep writing crap until something really good. Or comes take those up. ideas and you basically go, yeah, that worked. That didn't work. But I'm going to remember that one for next. I've got that stored away. Let's keep going. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've got heaps of them. And and to just be okay with failure. And that was that's been the biggest thing. And, and what I've found uh, is that I've gotten into much more of a habit of writing. And even just in the studio the other day of being able to say, right, this isn't working, you know, as we do this. So right, I'm going to take 10 minutes and go do this and just kind of write up a whole bunch of different options and then see what fits and do that kind of like, you know, kind of like if you're working on a, uh, uh, on a film or something. And so, so you take away and rewrite the script and see what, you know, what works. Mm. <clears throat> and that's really been one of the biggest changes, uh, coming and approaching this new record than, uh, than we have in the past. So, and I think isolation was a big part of that, you know, yeah. doing these exercises was a big part of that and and um, really feeling good about where we're going. But then also we've been touring nonstop for you, you, geez, it, you'd be welcoming the, the slowdown. It's, it's it's a forced reset. I mean, uh, I, I found it too. I was this industry. A lot of people don't realize how fast paced and how demanding this industry is it, it, on every level that you're in. You're constantly feeling that you need to keep up or move fast and sort of stuff and stay ahead of the next people that are coming through. And you're just watching it back continuously while trying to move forward. And you got to do all this and all that, and it's all just gets to the point where you're just going. You see so many people burn out. Some people just yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. It, it can be very, very difficult. So this was um, a welcome sort of just like boop, press pause, um, and yep, take it all in and reevaluate what's going on. I mean, we're all going to have to adapt to the situation now because everything's going to change. It ain't going to go back to how it was originally. There's no way in hell it's going to go back in the way it originally was. Um, yeah, I can't see. <clears throat> we've postponed our dates till the end of the year, yeah. so I think we're up in we're up on the Sunshine Coast in what December? Uh, or yeah, twenty seventh of November at, Ooh, at the Solbar. At the Solbar, of November, <laughs> Friday night. But I mean, I, I, that's at the moment. But I mean, I don't see that being a f- like a sold out crowd because they might not allow that. Like yeah. they might say, right, you can only go to 50% capacity. Yeah. I just, everyone's sandwiched in being a mosh. So much fun. But it's not It's the happen. most fun. It's I what know. I love doing, but I can't see that happening no. for a while. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't know when that's going to be okay again. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit scary and it's, mm. it's, it's tough, but I mean, you know, this—it's the world we live in now. I mean, you know? I, I, I just booked like from one of my other bands. I just booked our first show back, and it's going to be at the end of August. But that venue is like a 100 cap, so it's it's it comes under that sort of restriction there, so we can actually play that. And I mean, this this band, this other band I'm in, yeah, we we only get 80 to 100 people to come see us anyway so that's we're fine with that but for someone like yourselves with a higher profile a lot of these artists are coming through here yeah it's 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 basically like not a take it or leave it approach but we're gonna have to sort of compromise and understand that venues aren't going to be able to just cram as many people as they can into these venues anymore and 
slightly oversell or whatever like that. That's um, right. You, you've got to adapt. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, well, we, we we've play. had ideas. Exactly. We've had ideas that uh, maybe a good thing to start doing is parlor gigs. You know, the, oh, yep. Yep. Uh, going around people's homes and just. I'm surprised you guys haven't to... done that already. Yeah, we've never really done We were talking about it with our agent today. Excuse me. And um, that's, I think, going to be something that we're going to try out mm. around Victoria. Um, we haven't. We're waiting until it's absolutely okay to mm. have enough people in your house. We don't want to jump the gun, and you certainly don't want to be the first ones out there no. saying, let's all do this, yeah. and everyone's like, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, but we're going to try and take it, you know, the most responsible way that we can and, mm. and listen to what's going on. And, and, yeah, I mean, if people can't go out to pubs and some live music, well, it's a lot of fun, and, and we miss playing to people, and mm. we—that's what we want to do. And if we, if we don't get, you know, get a chance to play live at big venues, then we'll have to look at other options. And this is, a, you know, a really great option where people yeah, can get small, small venues and small areas. And we just, you know, it's a bit more work, but mm. the people get the music, and it, it gets a word out. You know, yeah, it still makes people feel good. I know that because um, Dallas Frasca's down near you guys she's, she's in melbourne that's right yeah. yeah and she was doing parlor gigs for um for a good run she's she... a legend oh she's... kim churchill was doing as well oh, really i'm pretty sure he he spent the last like six months doing parlor gigs wow i never knew that because yeah, I, know, I know dallas had a pretty good run because she came all up here but she's got a connection up here with um with jeff no guitarist being from yeah. um yeah. and yeah is I... that what he did with money yeah yeah how about that? Jesus is a legend. We, we worked with Jeff at the SP for years right. when we were playing here on Tuesday nights. Yeah, because his little brother, um, Johnny Curran, used to be in, um, in a band called The Floating Bridges, which is a pretty big band around here. Um, yep. He still plays. And, yeah, I've, I've seen Jeff, like, come to gigs when he's up here and that sort of stuff too. I was like, oh, yeah, look, it's Jeff Curran. Yeah, you can't miss him because he's, like, this big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not tall love... myself, but, man, yeah, he's <laughs> he makes me feel man. tall. Man, I love getting up there. I really. Mean, my sister lives in uh, on the Gold Coast. Uh, uh, Gold Coast. On Oh, that's all right. As long as you're not near surfers. Surfers is the worst place in the world. I'm <laughs> happily surfers. And I'm not. I probably should have thought about that. <laughs> no, I will say that's this. The headline. Woo. <laughs> I, no, I really, I really don't like Surface Paradise. See, I like, I like Kira yes. and and um, yeah. and Corumbin. Love Kira. Like, yeah, beautiful areas, man. But yeah, now nah, Surface is like a Mermaid Beach where my sister lives. Oh, yep. Beautiful part. Yep. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, not into it. Not into, not into Surface. Nah, it's Do the not like being there. It's too, too I remember busy. last time we played there, and a guy got stuck in a pack when he was loading gear. Mm-hmm. Got stuck into him for not having his wallet or his license on him. And he's trying to load into the venue. <laughs> and this was the last time we ever played there. We just said, yeah, yeah, no. we'll again. And the guy was getting stuck into Pat. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I don't know you are who you are. He's like, well, my face is on the poster just there. And mate. I'm loading I'm music like, gear into the actual venue. I'm loading music gear. He goes, that doesn't look like you. Oh, God, he got carried. And then, like, he was a security guy. And then he tried to fight him. He's like, so you want to go, do you? And Pat's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's, just, it's just berserk. Hang, hang on, hang on a oh. second. You guys are twins. So how did, how did he not pick on yeah, you? And then I, <laughs> but then I walked out. And I'm like, mate, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, where's your ideas? I'm like, oh, right here. He goes, well, you can go in. I'm like, if I can go in, I'm all on that poster. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. We don't have any fans there anyway. Yeah. Too many nose beers for that person, or maybe I don't know, man. That's yeah, maybe. Oh. Um. What I want to quickly talk about too, because we've actually gone to forty-two minutes, man. I don't know if you realise that. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Sorry. All good. No, it's fine. Um. Because what I found interesting with with your approach with releasing singles every six to eight weeks, right? Um. 
some bands have just basically just shut down and they're like they're they're in recording or writing phase but they're not releasing anything because they're afraid to release something without touring it mm-hmm. um other bands like um my 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 little project band uh we release b singles so we just went yeah you know what we're going to still put something out there and we, we can't obviously go out and launch it but you know we want to show people that we're still doing stuff so why not yeah so but you're coming out and you're actually just going up nah, screw it we're putting singles out there uh, do you think it's going to have what, what kind of effect are you wanting to achieve i mean apart from the fact that it takes on um like without being because you guys tour heavily so that was one of your big aspects so do you, do you think, think it's going to be we, I, I think the biggest thing is that between the last record and this one we didn't put anything out for a long time we were off cycle right and being off cycle is tough when yep. you want to be touring a lot but we were doing a lot of supports and we we're yep. doing you know we we're doing a lot of headliners or regional runs and we just wanted to release new stuff and i think this is a way of releasing singles releasing singles until you've got a bunch out and then doing the album and then yep. we just start that process again, again. yeah i think the, the days are gone where you have to like when we were with the label we and this is our first uh um unsigned independent release, uh, what, what, independent thank you that, that's the big word that we use in the industry man <laughs> this is the first independent release since like 2014 because we got it out of our our deal it um because uh, the last release just didn't didn't go anywhere. Nobody knew about it. It was just a release and it fell flat and nothing happened. Mm. And we were like, we were really wondering, you know, what's going on here? I obviously wasn't in PR back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like we we so we thought the the best way to move forward is to is to keep releasing stuff keep being on cycle and keep being fresh with new content. Yeah. But then not only doing that, like we, we can only release so many singles and then that's about to brings us to about halfway of the album. Yep. And then we release the album because the album in itself, the singles, the singles are kind of littered through it with the other songs that I think are just as good, but maybe not a single yeah. song. Yep. And I really love those ones. Like the first track on it is called white caps come. And we did that. Uh, last week in the studio and this the way that this album is going to open is really beautiful and we we got into the studio with yarn last week and we started working on this song it's the first one we did this is how we're going to open the album this is good now you know you know we're going to pay for this album with the touring money so we're doing it on a bit of a budget and then 20 minutes later in the first day we looked at it and just went Right, and the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, full orchestra. Right, where, where are we going? Yep. <laughs> uh, and then so like, let's write it up. Do we need timpani? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> so like, uh, we wrote that into it, and then we'll 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 get um, people to come in and record the parts mm. that we've kind of written in. Uh, and we just decided that we needed it because once you wrote it in, it was like, yeah, this is, we need this. This is great. Way to keep it and completely so independent. Be, <laughs> yeah. And so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to mm. see how the next one goes. And, and we wanted to, yeah, when we were with Warner, they, going back to what I was saying before, when we were with Warner, they, it, it was, they were very much in an old way of saying you must complete the full album. Yeah. And then once the full album is in the can, then we do this and then we do that. Well, we were touring. You know, we do the support the support tour attach, and then we have our own headline of Europe. And then we come to Australia and do a uh, Cat Empire tour, mm. and then we have a regional run. And then we have a headline run, and we're like, we have all this stuff every kind of six weeks. Why shouldn't we release a single as we're going? They're like, no, everything has to be in the can, and then we have to plan for it. And before before you know, a year's gone, yep. and you haven't done anything. But you're still playing, and you can't play the new songs because nobody knows them, and you can't. You're not. You don't really have anything to talk about or to plug shows. Mm. If you wanted to do a radio interview, well, you got nothing to promote. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, we just thought that it's better to to be doing new stuff and be excited about it and have something to talk about all the time. Yeah, and especially during this time off, let's just let's get it out there. You know, let's finish the record. Look at. Um, uh, King Gizzard. 
How many albums can they do in a year? I, I mean, man, it's I, yeah, I can't. I can't even keep up with what I mean. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even a big fan, but I do appreciate the work ethic that those dudes have because it's just absolutely incredible. Because how many people are in the band for one? I mean, yeah. who needs two drummers? Obviously, King Gizzard need two drummers, but um, just yeah, pumping the out. Work ethic. Yeah, and they're not short uh, albums. They're they're big albums that they pump out. Yeah, and then and not just that. They'll diverse. be like, oh, you know, let's do a lot of shows. Let's do a lot of shows. <laughs> let's start a festival. Sure, <laughs> yes, why, not why not at this point? We're, we're, it's not like we're doing anything else. And, and they and they're just so great. Yeah, mm. I really really admire those guys for what they do. Mm. Really insane. Mate, it's nearly 50 minutes, so I'll wrap this up. <laughs> That's been an awesome chat. A lot of laughs, man. Um, Kanko is out now. Is it, is it all on streaming network, uh, streaming platforms? On all streaming yeah. services on everywhere. Everywhere you can get it. Have a listen, let us know, and then the new song will be out in uh, about six weeks. Yeah, I'll probably get an email saying, hey, dickhead, here's the next one. But <laughs> So, yeah, um, yeah, I will link everything underneath in the description. This will go up tonight and around the world tomorrow on the thanks to the internets. Hang on the line there. I'll have a bit of a chat to you after this. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Pierce from the Pierce Brothers. Thanks so much, Reese. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast. I had a ball with, with Jack. Um, so, yeah, do check out that single. They will have more coming out, as I said, in the podcast here. Um, six, eight weeks, they're going to be pumping out some singles. So, yeah. And towards the end of the year, you'll get to see them live. Uh, great band, or duo, whatever you want to call them. They are a fantastic and very energetic act. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do press the subscribe button there. I did that. I nailed that. I, I'm going to give myself a high five for that shit. Um, ring the bell if you have not subscribed to this because more coming. Thank you for supporting live music, Australian music, local music. Much appreciated. Cheers.